Sometimes I think we think that God has forgotten about us, but he hasn't forgotten about us. He's just taken us the long way. How's the song go? Take the long way home. Take the long way home. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Welcome to Happy Life Studios. What's up, Happy Lifers? How are you? I hope you're doing well. Last week, we talked a little bit about what I was struggling with and how I took a road trip and it fixed all that. And I want to talk more about that road trip, but I didn't have time. So I thought I would record a podcast this week and talk a little bit more about that road trip. My wife and I are completely opposite. I think that that's what makes a lot of good relationships and friendships work is when you're opposite. We read this book, Five Love Languages, and my number one love language is her number five. And her number five love language is my number one. And her number one is my number five. And we're just like completely opposite in many different ways. But I think that's what attracts us to each other. Something else that's opposite about us is if we have to go somewhere She'll always want to take the interstate, and I'll always want to take the back road. When we first got married, and we moved out to Seattle, where her parents lived, we were about, oh, 15 to 20 minutes from my in-laws, from her parents, and it depending on which way you took. And it, it all depended on who was driving. If I was driving, there was this road that, that went all the way, but it was a city road, and it went through all this cool, I don't know, I just, I, just, I just enjoy taking the city roads. I don't want to take the highway. I would rather take the city road. And I know that's crazy to a lot of people, because a lot of people like, just get there. And that, my wife was like that. If, if we're going to go somewhere, she's going to take the highway, and if I can take a back way, I'm going to take that, even if it takes longer. I've got a chiropractor. My chiropractor is a half hour away in Puyallup, Washington. This episode is brought to you by Momentum Chiropractic in Puyallup, Washington. And I'm telling you, you need to come check these guys out. They adjust me so that I can adjust other people. And they're fantastic. But there's two ways to get there. If I take the highway, I can get there in like 30 minutes, depending on, on traffic, right? But I often take the back way, and it can take 50 minutes to an hour. But I just love taking the back way. And I think oftentimes in life, God has us take the back way. I mean, I think sometimes we get frustrated with God because we've got dreams, we've got goals, we've got desires, and it seems to take him forever to ever get there. I mean, I've had so many conversations with God that went, went like this. God, you gave me this dream. I'm here to help people. Like I said last week, I, I volunteered to, to help people. I want to help people, and this dream is going to help people. So why are you taking so long to see it accomplished? You could make it happen like right now. But with God, it's just, he's like Louis L'Amour said, it's not the end of the trail that's a thing. It's the trail itself that's a thing. And for God, he's more concerned about winning all of me than he is about me winning all of the world. There's something that happens on the trail. That happens nowhere else. And so that last week when I was struggling emotionally and I went on that drive, if I would have went on the highway, it wouldn't have helped me a whole lot because I just would have been go, 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 go. And, and I would just been trying to get there. 
if I set my car, and if I could, like, that's why planes are so great, because they can just go straight there, you know? They're even talking about, you know, there's cars out there, like flying cars, I guess, out there that are out there now. And that scares me because, I mean, we're scary enough when it's 2D, like two-dimensional, like when we only, we're only staying the same level. But you add the third dimension and now we're in cars that we can go on different levels and different. I, I just, the thought, the thought of that just, it just scares me. I mean, people out there. Just like any normal Joe, that's why you wouldn't get in a plane with anybody else just driving. I mean, to get your pilot's license, you got to go through a lot of work for that that reason, right? But if we were to take a car and we could go straight to the where we're going, straight to the destination, I could have got to my des- destination probably in 40 minutes if I could just driven straight there. But if I would have driven straight there and not followed the roads, I would have ended up in ditches. I would have ran into houses. I would have ran into cars. I would have ran into people because all these things are in the way. I got a son that just graduated from college and he's got this dream. He's got this goal, but all of a sudden there's all these things in the way. Like you got to work a job. You can't just focus on that one goal you have to be the best drummer in the world. And he is fantastic. And I'm telling you, he doesn't play around. He practices 10 to 12 hours a day. I mean, this, this, this kid is just, he's crazy. It's, it's, I, I don't know where it comes from. He comes from his mom. That's why I married up. So my kids would have a shot in the world. <laughs> but I couldn't see myself doing what he's doing. He's very goal-oriented. But now it's to the point where he's got to start paying back his school loans, right? And he's got to start living. And he's got to start making some money. But to make money means you've got to get a job, which means when you're working that job, you can't play your drums and practice your drums. And so he got a job working for UPS. Or was it FedEx? I don't know. It was one of those two. But he got a job. I, I can't imagine FedEx going, a 20-year-old showing up and saying, hey, uh, do you got a job where I could work from 2 in the morning till 8 in the morning? <laughs> yeah. So he came home all excited that he got hired. I was like, uh, son, they probably don't get a whole lot of people asking for that shift. But he asked for that shift so that he gets home at 8. Most people, when they work a, a night shift, they come home, they go to sleep. Not Caleb. Man, he gets on those drums and he'll practice until 8 at night. Seriously, he'll practice to eight at night, and it's hard for me to find time to record because <laughs> he's always practicing on the drums. He'll practice to eight at night, and he goes to bed, and he sleeps for four or five hours, and then he gets up, and he gets down there two or three o'clock in the morning and works till eight or nine in the morning, and he does that over and over again. But that job now, needing money, is kind of getting in the way. It's like the house that's in the way of me getting to where I need to go, the tree, the people. that are There are all sorts of things kind of get in the way. We can't just go directly straight to the destination that we want to go to. Even if you take a plane, you've got to land and you've got to, got to go different directions on the runway to get to the, to the gate and all that type of stuff. And we, I think we like the shortcut. We like to get there as quickly as we can. And I think that's obvious by, I think that's why there's so much road rage today. We get mad that people in front of us, and no matter how fast, I don't know about you, but no matter how fast the person in front of me is driving, you always find a way to catch up to them. Or no matter how fast I'm driving or how far behind me that car is, it'll always find a way to catch up to me. Now, if there's no car in front of me, I'm not as much of in a hurry, but if there's a car in front of me, I, I just I have a thing inside of me like, I got to get there. I don't know about you, but when you drive, but like when we go on vacation, I'm trying to go somewhere. Sometimes when I'm when I'm trying to get there as fastly as I can, I go from point A to B. I want to get there as directly as I can, as quickly as I can, because I got things that I got to do. Man, I'm telling you what, I, we call him the bladder god. I had a friend that called him the bladder god. His wife actually called it the bladder god. In other words, she could tell him that that she had to go to the bathroom, but he's like, wait a minute, I'm, I got to watch here. We're averaging 68.3 miles an hour right now, and I can't just stop to, you know, and sometimes he make her wait forever. And one day she was driving, and he had to go. And he said, could you just pull over some? And she just ignored him. 
and she drove like she drove forever until his eyes were starting to turn yellow. I mean, he, he was bent over double and he was in pain and he was hurting because she wouldn't pull over. And she finally says, I'll pull over. But if you promise me one thing, he said, what? You'll never do this to me again. <laughs> so she, she became a bladder god and took care of the bladder god at the same time. So we, we like we go on vacation where we're, I don't I like to take too much time, like getting out, out of the gas station as quick as possible because I want to, you know, I average this many miles per hour. And that's what I get a lot of times when I'm trying to get there and I'm trying to get in a hurry. And sometimes we focus so much on getting something done. You know, I talked about this in a, in a happy talk a couple weeks ago, but I talked about getting it done. We're all about getting it done. But there's two ways to say that sentence. You can put the emphasis on the first word or the emphasis on the last word. The it in the middle doesn't matter because your it's different than my it. It doesn't matter what the it is, okay? But you either focus on the getting part or the done part. And I know that we're trained a lot, even sometimes just subliminally, but you got to get it, get her done, right? Get her done. Get her done. Larry the Cable Kill always say, but there's something about the getting part. Life is about the getting part. It's not always about accomplishing something. Sometimes it's about the, the, the accomplishing of that thing, if that makes sense. It's not about get it done. It's about get it done. The emphasis is on the process not on the final project. And obviously you have to have a final project that you want to finish. I, I'm not suggesting we don't finish things. That's a weakness that I have is I start, I always want to, I get bored with my current project. So I just start a new project and I have all these, like when I had to sell my house, I had to call up anybody that knew how to spell the word hammer and come over to my house. Cause I had all these half done projects that just sat there for years that I never, I had this fireplace that had drywall around it. And I thought there was probably rocks behind it. You know, like a brick fireplace, but it was a wood stove. I should have known better. But instead of drilling a small hole in the side, an inconspicuous area where I could shine a light and then see what was behind that drywall and then I could really patch it up real easy, no, I take out my knife and I score the whole thing and I cut out like this great big hole to see what's behind there and it was just cinder block. And I was like, and that stayed that way until we sold the, sold the house because I get bored of the project and I just start on a new project. So I'm not suggesting that we don't finish our projects, but I am suggesting is that we enjoy the journey on our projects. And so that's why I like to take the back roads. And oftentimes, that's exactly what God does with us. He takes us on a back road. And we think he doesn't care. But there's all these detours that happen in life. All these people that it's about them. It's not about my project at that moment. It's about the person that I'm going to come in contact doing that project. Or the person I'm doing the project with. Oftentimes, when it came to my kids when, when they were younger, you know, sometimes I could crush my kids or hurt my kids because they were getting in the way, but they were the project. It wasn't about getting to the hotel as quickly as possible or whatever the project we were working on. It was about my kids in the middle of that whole thing. People are what are important. Oftentimes, I think that's why God takes us on back roads. There's something about back roads that I just love because they're, they're more scenic. And you see all these little dives, you know, diners, dives and drive-ins, you know, drive-throughs or whatever, these places to eat, these gas stations. I just, I love checking out these places that no one else sees when you, because they're always on these back side roads. And there's something about taking the side road. And I just, God just rarely ever seems to get us on the fast track and get us there right away because it's about the journey of getting there. And God is often taking us on a back road because he wants us to enjoy the moment to enjoy life as Wayne's world would say live in the now, live in the now.
I mean, that's what God is all about. It's about the back roads. It's not just always about getting there. And sometimes I think when, when I'm in that zone where I've always got to get there, man, I'm, I'm shorter with people. I'm more discouraged. I have more anger when I'm on the road. I, I judge people more because also now people aren't important anymore. They're partitions. They're in the way. People aren't important. They're, they're roadblocks for me. And I'm like, life is all about people. When God made Adam, he said, wait a minute, it's not good that he's alone. I'm going to make him a helpmate. And that's not just about a male and female thing. It's about we all need people in our lives. That's why we're in this thing together. And that's why we have detours because people get in the way, but they're not really getting in the way. They're the project for the day. Did you catch that? People aren't getting in the way. Instead, they're the project for the day. And that's why God always seems to take us on these back roads. We just, like, we, sometimes I think we think that God has forgotten about us, but he hasn't forgotten about us. He's just taken us the long way. How's that song go? Take the long way home. Take the long way home. I'd love to take the long way home. But when I'm in that zone where I'm in a hurry and I, I want to accomplish more, oftentimes that becomes the enemy of my happy. It becomes the thief of my happy. When I want to accomplish more, I can't enjoy the moment. And happiness comes from enjoying the moment, enjoying the people around me. And when I take a back roads, what I'm saying to myself is I'm not in a hurry to get home. And then the traffic doesn't bother me so much. Then I actually find myself waving people in front of me like, go ahead, you, you turn in, go ahead, you can get in front of me. And I don't care because I'm not in a hurry. When I decide to take the back road, what I'm really saying is I'm not in a hurry to get this done. It's all about the journey that I'm trying to take. And last week, when I talked about that road trip I took, that's why that road trip worked. If I would have got on the highway to just get to that destination so that I could look at cars and then get home, that road trip wouldn't have done, it wouldn't have done what it did. In fact, it would have done the opposite. It would have made me probably more anxious because sometimes I think we're all about get there faster, make it bigger, do it quicker, do it better than anybody else. It's okay to be the best that you can be. I get that, right? But sometimes we're always trying to be not the best that we can be, but better than these other people. We're not comparing ourselves to how could we do a better job. And I think to be the best that you can be means to make the people around you the best that they can be. That's what last week's podcast is all about. The people around you, making them the best that they can be, and then you're going to become the best that you can be. I mean, think about it. We all want to have a good name. Marketers spend so much money and effort on trying their product to make sure that it's a good name. But what is a good name? A good name, I, I used to think, well, a good name, I felt like God said, Steve, I'm going to give you a good name. And I kept waiting to become popular. I kept waiting to become famous. I kept waiting to have that big name. But he didn't say, I'm going to make you a big name. He said, I'm going to give you a good name. The Bible is full of scriptures where he says, I'm going to give you a good name. And he would lead me to those scriptures. All of a sudden, I'd be like, oh, what should I read in the Bible? And all of a sudden, I'll get a, like, I should open up to this book. And this, and so I open up there. And then, again, there's the same thing that I read the day before or the week before where he's talking to someone in the Bible. And he's saying, I'm going to give you a good name. And I felt like God had kind of, like, jabbed me in the ribs. I didn't feel him jab me in the ribs. But that's the best way for me to describe the feeling that I had. Like, God was saying, pay attention, Steve. You see these, all these scriptures are saying the same thing. Or I'd watch movies or read billboards or, or listen to the radio and, and things like would, would remind me of. I, I just felt like, like God was revealing to me that he wants to give me a good name. And so I was like, but God, where's the good name? Like when we're, well, God, you gave me a dream. I, I want to do this dream. And then when it's not accomplishing, have you forgotten about me? No, 
He's just taken me on the back roads. He's taken me, and I need to enjoy that journey. When I realized, I felt like, it, like someone said to me once, they said, Steve, you've got a good name. I'm like, no, I don't. I'm not famous. I'm not popular. I don't get all the follows they get. I don't get all the shares they get. I get, I, you know, I think I put out decent content that helps people, but I don't get all the shares that other people get. And so I don't have a good name. And he said, Steve, when I think of you, I think of good things. That's a good name. He started mentioning all these other people that he knew that were in my life. And he said, Steve, he started mentioning the names. When that person thinks of Steve Hayes, they think of a good, of a good thing. You've helped this person. You've helped these people. You've helped the, all these people love you, Steve. You've got a good name and it changed everything for me. Cause it's not just about how many videos I can put out or how many likes I can get or how many followers I can get. Or then if I get enough followers, then I can start putting ads and I can start making more money. It's not about how much money I make. It's about how many people I can help. That right there is what I'm talking about. And that comes, in my opinion, from learning how to take the back roads in life. For learning how to not be in such a hurry to get it accomplished, but to enjoy the journey and the people that are in the car with you, in the vehicle with you, the people that are, are around you. If you're an employer, it's your employees. If you're an employee, it could be your employer. It's your family. It's your neighbors. It's your barista. It's your, you know, the, the barista that I go to. I like to go to the same coffee shop all the time because they know who I am. And that way I can encourage them. I don't have to start from scratch all the time. I can always, how are you doing? How are things going with your kid? You know, how are things going with you? Man, I love what you're doing here. And when I show up and they smile, I've got a good name. And so, don't always be trying to take the fast track to make sure you accomplish more. Enjoy the journey called life. Enjoy the moment that you're in, even if it seems scary. Because how many memories do you have of times where you and your spouse were barely making it? Or you were in a very difficult situation with your child? Or you were in a health situation and you weren't sure how you are going to make it? And all of a sudden, now you're here today and you look back on those memories and you're like, I made it. Boy, that was scary, but I made it. It brings confidence to you now, but when you're in the middle of it, it was scary. So you might be in a scary situation. You might be in a, in a, um, a bummer of a situation right now, but one day you're going to look back on the situation. If you handle the situation correctly, you're going to look back on it. You're going to have good memories or good, you're going to say, that was tough, but I made it through that, right? You're going to make it through the situation. Enjoy this moment and don't be in such a hurry to get something accomplished do the best that you can and be the best that you can be but just realize being the best that you can be is really about making other people the best that they can be too take the long way home take the long way home long way home long way home so there's my road trip I hope that helped Thanks for listening. Remember, life isn't perfect, but it can still be happy. Steve Ace.